RAR. What a great acronym. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, that's so bad. Everyone and welcome to Anime Club After Dark, the podcast that delves into all things anime, manga, and otaku culture related. I'm your host, Alex, but you can call me Senpai, and joining me tonight, I have our chivalry of Shota Shotaro. If you could see it from the front, wait till you see it from the back. <laughs> and our poser extraordinaire, Nitai. I don't even know I'm supposed to follow that up, but sure. <laughs> I don't think you can no, follow you it can. up, really. <laughs> There, re- there really is nothing to follow up from that. However, we actually do have a job to do tonight. And I'm going to attempt to do it without laughing at what he just said. <laughs> and uh-huh. that just failed. But anyway, <laughs> so uh, the season, or the, the season, the year of fucking sequels rolls on into spring. And that's what we're actually here to talk about tonight. We are going to be doing our spring 2020 preview. And there are a lot of sequels to talk about in this one. Um I guess I'll go ahead and get us started off with our in-depth portion of this. So each of us have chosen three shows that we're going to talk about here for like five or six minutes each. And uh, the first one I want to talk about is probably the one that most uh, most people out there are going to be watching next season. Uh, and it's ReZero Season 2. Mm-hmm. Yeah, boy. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, Well, everyone here, with the exception of John who actually isn't on the podcast tonight is definitely going to be watching this because um, this was like when we first started the podcast back in 2015, 2016, this is the first big show that we all watched together. And I think the general consensus between all of us was that it was pretty good. In fact, it was a joke for a while. We kept saying every week that, you know, ReZero is pretty good. Wasn't that the joke for Erased? It was. We started that with Erased, but we also brought it to ReZero. If you say so. Um, but uh, we haven't really seen a whole lot, like, you know, content-wise from from this second season. We've seen, like, a couple of short trailers that don't really show us a whole lot, except that uh, I- I'm sure there's going to be more mindfuckery. There's still going to be more ultraviolence, mm-hmm. and, um, and Subaru's going to suffer. <laughs> I remember at the end of ReZero Season 1, all of the dirty source whores were like, you just wait. The next thing yes. that was ha- going to happen after the end of season one is going to flip your brain and you're missing out on everything. And I yes. am- and I want to say I want to say I, I remember that. I remember that. And I if, if, I, if I'm not if I'm not like if my insides don't become my outsides when I see this first episode of the second season, I'm going to be very disappointed. <laughs> yes, I for one am glad that I did not get spoiled all these actually i don't know how long it's been between season one and season two but i have Ooh, not been spoiled been so i'm a 2016 was the first season blank. So Fuck, it's been four years four years huh mm-hmm. that's how long i had to wait for this this yeah. was so that's, hype that's actually another question that's another question i had like has it been a little too long <laughs> no honey better late than never <laughs> but it is late exactly <laughs> okay at least we can all admit that maybe we could have at least done with an announcement that a second season was coming before now. It's here. Yeah. I don't care. It's fine. Whatever. <laughs> at least okay. we got it. 
I mean, it, it's still being done by White Fox. It's still got a lot of the same um, staff coming back to work on it. Yeah. So that's definitely, in, in my in my view, I mean, the first season was great because of all that. So hopefully the second season is just as good. Yeah. It better More be. Myth and Roid even, maybe? Maybe? Um, I I don't know if Myth and Roid are coming back. To, I know they that haven't announced the opening, is doing right? the OP. Oh, they have. Okay. At least the first OP. Okay. Um, yeah, Konami Suzuki is doing the OP, and then Nanak, I think that's how you say it, is Nanak. doing the ED. So, I, and I'm mm. assuming this. This well, I, this is a big assumption on my part because an episode count hasn't been announced yet. But I'm assuming like the first season, it's going to be like in that 24, 25 episode range. So maybe I we'll think get they have talked about it. I think that I've talked about it having two cores. I might be wrong though. Uh... Maybe I, I don't know if it's been officially announced. Mm. If, if if it has, I haven't seen where it's been officially announced. Um, I would like to say if this is anything like this first season, we may not see the OP or ED very often. <laughs> That's very true. Have the both so, of you been watching the director's cut they've been uh, broadcasting? I have, and I'm. At first, I was like, "Well, nothing's really changed," but now we're we're getting toward the end of it, and I'm like, "We're we're definitely in the second half of the first season with the yeah. director's cut," and I'm like, "Oh shit, there's a lot of changes now." It's like, like I don't know. For me, it's like just a really fun excuse to rewatch the show. So it's like, it I'm is. having fun. It's and still, I, I, I like it's the still way good. they've edited it together into like forty minute episodes. Yeah, it's still very good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, in, in the second half, which is where the, the director's cut is now, at least at the time of recording this, um, I've started to notice a lot more changes, like a, a lot cleaner animation, a lot cleaner art, um, a yeah. lot more blood than I remember. <laughs> yeah, that's mainly the changes. I know a lot of people like wanted actually extra scenes and stuff, which we haven't gotten yet, but like at least it's like very, like the animation and stuff is just really good i mean but i would yeah. like some new scenes if they do but decide to add more it's like sure yeah but i'm, I'm very pleased with what i've seen so far. yeah so anything else for re-zero season two that you guys are looking forward to more I mean, season one has a pretty high standard to um follow so i don't know how good it's going to be but i hope it'll at least meet the same you know standard quality that season one was oh, yeah fair enough all right uh show so I'm going to talk about an anime called Apare Ranman, which I don't know what that title means, honestly, um, but that's the title. Uh, Sounds it is... like something you say when you sneeze. Sure. Apare Ranman! No, doesn't work. No, I don't think that's quite how it works. Um, it's produced by P.A. Works, which Ooh. is quite famous for producing Angel Beats, Another, Charlotte, and A Lull in the Sea, Nagino Asakara. They're quite, um, they're like a knockoff, um, Kyo Annie. <laughs> like, they're, wow. they're pretty, Very they're pretty, generous. it's like similar, but not as good. Um, and this show is actually an original, and it's a historical. Um, so, Ooh. those three things, being PA Works Original Historical, already has my interest peaked. Um, and the actual plot is quite interesting. It's a Japanese engineer and a samurai somehow go to America. I don't know how they got there. Apparently they sailed there. Girl, whatever. And it is set in the 19th century. And what they're doing there is they're um, doing a car race across America to win prize money to get back to Japan. 
Um, so that's a oh very... Oh my god, it's just JoJo's Part 7 with cars. Oh my god, stop. What the fuck? Uh, <laughs> so this is a very non-standard uh, plot for an anime. Um, and the animation looks actually pretty decent. Um, so I have a lot of hopes for this. Unfortunately, I personally do not like the character designs. So I probably won't be watching it. But... This looks like JoJo's. <laughs> but I'm surprised... Are you planning on watching this, Alex? Um, you know what? I I hadn't until I I'm watching the trailer right now. Until I'd seen this trailer, I would have said no. But yes, now I am. Because <laughs> this seems very much up your alley, um, and very much not it's up very my brightly alley. Colored. But it does look like it has a pretty uh decent production quality. It being PA works and all. So, it, I I have a feeling this is going to be pretty popular coming up. I found another well reason done. for Alex to probably watch it. Apparently, mm. the director was involved in the making of uh, uh, what was the film of uh, Mario Kata? Uh, oh, um, uh, fuck. What was the name of it? It wasn't fuck. Machia. We watched it. God damn it. Yeah, Machia. So apparently, the director Machia. was involved in Machia. So now Alex has to watch it. All right, well, I'm fucking sold now. <laughs> I mean, if I wasn't sold by part seven of JoJo's, I don't know what I was not going to be sold by. Mm, a knockoff <laughs> JoJo's by a knockoff Kyoani. What more could you want? Uh, right? Damn. <laughs> All right. Uh, Nisai, what do you got for us for your first one? Oh, God. Snafu third season is finally going to be like a fucking rant you, now. You, now you let me have a little fun for like a minute or two because I've been waiting a long, long time for this. Finally, the final season of Snuffle is coming. Um, personally, I really liked the first two seasons. Like, specifically season two uh, was just a really, like, engaging drama that I really, really enjoyed and, like, sort of, I don't know, just uh, just been, been on my mind ever since I finished watching it. And also, it's like, you know, we it's not every day we, we get, like, an actual complete adaptation of a story so that's also like really nice finally to get a bit of closure on like a, like one of the shows that i really love uh, yeah same stuff you, you say seems... that natai natai you say that but that's like par for the course anymore now <laughs> really though i mean we have a lot of sequels but actually finally getting a full adaptation let's be All real right. well the the chance the chance of, of an anime an, a manga getting a full anime adaptation is greater now than it ever has yeah been. it is which makes me really happy don't get me wrong like i wanted this to be like like you know a norm in the industry that we actually get full adaptations because general but you guys are really like my stories i'm like experiencing the whole of them getting closure and stuff um but yeah it's you know if you haven't watched He's it not it's, bitter I, you know, I'm not better. Just waiting. I mean, I'm never gonna get a full adaptation of Bakanoi No Game No Life, but who gives a shit, right? <laughs> anyway, uh, it's for the uninitiated. It's basically like a slice of life about this, like, really cynical and just kind of a douchebag of a person getting into like all these in- situations and stuff, and just getting to be like a better human being and stuff. Uh, but yeah, I'm super excited to actually like watch it because. I mean, we'll see how it goes. I mean, like, I don't know. I'm just really pumped for it. I'm excited that most of the staff is, like, back and it's the same studio. And, you know, it'll be a good time. It seems I'm the only one who's excited for this, right? <laughs> I mean, I haven't actually seen the first two seasons, so I have nothing to say about this. I've seen the Fair. first two seasons, but I'm not. I've grown out of the show. I've grown. I've fallen You've grown out of, out of it. it? He's grown out what of ha- it. What happened? 
I just didn't like the second season. Really? That's the good one, though. I felt it was too confusing. And I had no real point. <laughs> I don't know. I felt like it's sort of like, you know, like the first season, you have this sort of like pre... I don't know if standard, but just, you know, just an episodic like, oh, yeah, there's like a new problem we need to figure out and st- fix and stuff. It's like, okay, cool. And then you have the spin of the main character being like, like, oh, I'm too cool for this shit and stuff. It's like, whatever. And then the second season, pe- people are only like, eh, no, you need to stop being a piece of shit and stuff, you know? <laughs> it's basically all the, it. All of the side plots and the side characters, I feel, felt were too confusing. I didn't really understand what was going on. And I lost interest. I don't know. I really, I really enjoyed. Also, really good soundtrack, and yeah, you know, just a really solid show. Maybe when this is finally all over, I will sit down and watch it all the way through. Yeah, it's also not that long. I mean, it's like gonna be like thirty something episodes, I guess. Oh, there you go. Hmm. Yeah, give it a good shot. Reason for me to sit down and actually watch it. Give it a shot. It's a really solid watch. Hopefully, the ending, the ending is actually good. If it's not, then never mind. Don't even bother. But Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to recommend a show with a shitty ending. All right. Moving on. So the second one I want to talk about, as if it were not enough that anime was already saved this year by interspecies reviewers, because it's a fucking great anime you should go watch if you haven't. <laughs> anime is being saved yet again this year because Trigger is going to just pal drive everyone in the fucking ground. Uh, Trigger, one of my absolute favorite studios, is back with a new original anime series called BNA, Wait, which stands for Brand New Animal. Trigger's picking up Boku no Hero Academia? Wow. Wow. N- fuck you. <sighs> Literally, just fuck you. <laughs> what does what do the acronym stand for again? Brand New Animal. Rawr. What a great acronym. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's so bad. <laughs> anyway, fuck you. Um, it's be- like I said, it's being done by Trigger. It's one of my absolute favorite anime studios. Uh, we don't talk about Keys and Ivor. Fuck all. If you who bring that up whenever I talk about Trigger, um, but this is being directed by Yoyushinari, and the script is being written by Kazumi Nagashima. Uh, the last time they were together was for Little Witch Academia, and that turned out pretty damn good. Oh, nice. You know, uh, this protagonist reminds me of Little Witch Academia. Well, it's, the same it's, character it's a very, very similar, you know, style to Little Witch Academia. I mean, eh? um, but I mean, the crux of the story is that um, there are like animal human hybrid creatures that uh, get discovered and they, they've actually been around for a while, but then they kind of come out into the public light and they have to try and live together. And it's going to be like this, this, oh, oh can we all get along kind of stories? Listen, it sounds cheesy when I say it, but fuck you all. It's going to be good. This this premise is something that I would never watch because I'm not a furry. But because it's Trigger and because... Yeah, basically just because it's Trigger, I'll probably check it out. (laughs) I'm looking forward to some fucking awesome animation. Yes, and... As you said, show there probably will be a lot of furry porn that comes out of this. No, uh, please, no. You're gonna you're gonna watch it though, Alex. I'm I fuck. I'm gonna I'm gonna watch this because it's fucking triggered. No, I'm talking about the furry porn. I am not a furry. Mm-hmm. What what aren't I you? I'm not furry. <laughs> okay. Uh, one thing that does kind of uh, so in Japan, this is gonna be airing on the channel Plus Ultra, but. 
it's also being licensed by Netflix, so I think for international distribution it's being dubbed by Netflix. Mm. I haven't seen any kind of announcement yet as to whether everything's going to drop at the beginning of the season, at the end of the season, or if it's going to be that typical Netflix thing where you got to wait three or four or five or six months after the season for everyone else to see it. So what you're saying is we can expect watching the show actually on Netflix at around February 2021, right? Uh, probably. <laughs> It'll take about the same amount of time for us to see it as it took for Netflix to release the third season of Castlevania. Hey. That's out, by the way, which everyone should go watch. If Have you, you watched it yet. yet, by the way? Oh, the, the first two seasons were good, but the oh. third season is... Yeah. You watch it? Oh, shit. I should get on watching that then. Yes, you should. Um, but yeah, it's back to VNA. I, I, so I don't know. I, that hasn't been announced yet. I do know that it's going to be airing on TV in Japan next season. So hopefully Netflix cannot be, you know, total dicks and let the rest of the world see it this, sometime this season. Please. <laughs> Please. Please. All right, show. So I'm going to be talking about Tower of God which is produced by Telecom Animation Film, which is famous for the masterpiece known as Orange. Mm. Hey, that was a good fucking anime. Fuck you. As well as All Out, which for people who don't know what that is, that is some B-tier, C-tier, D-tier football anime. (laughs) That's like the most of C-tier of anime. Um... Which, funnily enough, both Orange and All Out look to be better animated than Tower of God because (laughs) Tower of God's animation is very, very um, borderline cringe, um, very unique is the most positive I can say because it's (laughs) blending like CG character models and and like old-fashioned animation. I really don't know what it's doing berserk 2016 not that yeah. bad but okay I, <laughs> just making I, sure i'm hoping i'm praying that it will be at least watchable and not a complete garbage fest because tower of god is based on a man hua <laughs> that is quite popular <laughs> and there's that, something in your throat i think uh yes and it is um <laughs> this show um yeah the the source material is quite popular and i've heard of the source material before and it's piqued my interest because it's a very like well the basic premise is that like this guy is in a tower and he has to go up the levels so i mean wait wait so like uh like sword art online yeah Machi. what like yes basically every listen i am not a person of culture I will. I like these basic fantasy bullshit stories, and they can be done great and they can be done badly. Um, great Sword Art Online, badly Don Machi. No. <laughs> wow. Wait, but yes. Wow. But anyways, I was hoping. <laughs> I mean, this should be a good show uh, because allegedly the source material is popular. So That's, yeah, I was gonna say because I was talking to John about this the other day, and it's something that he reads, and he says that while he's not like a huge fan of like the character designs and stuff in it, he says that it has a good story. Well, hopefully that translates to the anime. Um, if not, I may check out the source material. May not, whatever. It it, it it's somewhat interesting. Um, another of uh, 
unique part of this show is that it is a Crunchyroll original, whatever that means. Oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> I'm assuming, so Crunchyroll came out with this, like, I don't know, three or four weeks ago about a, a whole lineup of shows that are Crunchyroll originals. I'm equating this to mean the same thing as Netflix original, meaning that the pers- the entity streaming the uh, anime, it just threw a bunch of money at a studio and said go. Basically. But isn't it like, like because Crunchyroll is on a bunch of like production committees for different anime, so isn't that just a new name for that, for them to market it? Not necessarily, know. because I think these Crunchyroll originals will only be able to be seen in, well, at least in uh, you know, what? territories where Crunchyroll actually has a foothold on Crunchyroll. I think that's the that's the thing where mm. before Crunchyroll has been on the production committee of some shows, but those shows have not necessarily been exclusively available on Crunchyroll. But aren't mm. most of their shows exclusively on Crunchyroll? Maybe while they're airing. But not necessarily after the fact. Mm. I guess. Well, we should we should look into that. That sounds like a yeah. toxic business practice that's gonna fragment the industry. I feel like this term Crunchyroll original means about the same thing as Netflix original. It just means that you know Crunchyroll threw a bunch of money at an anime studio and said, "Hey, make this." Well, they're certainly Again, making like, this. Mm. Honestly, when I, I first saw the art style of this knowing how popular the source material was, I was like, you spent all this money on getting this original, and this is the shit that you plop out. <laughs> but... Yeah, honestly, from like the very little promotion I saw, it looks like a bit generic, and it doesn't look that, like, you know... It does. It is so generic. I'm like, why couldn't you have put more effort and got a better studio? This looks like a wasted opportunity, but I will still hold my honestly. hopes out. That it will be decent. Um, also, I would just like to mention that the main character's name is Twenty Fifth Bam. That's an. That's, apparently, that's a name. Um, and that's. I'm gonna refrain from making a sexual joke. Wait, how is? Oh, he goes twenty five times. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, honey, I'm invested already. Honey, sign me up. I will go. <laughs> Does he bam every episode? <laughs> Those twenty-five Maybe. episodes. I mean, we've got it. We've got an anime going on right now where people fuck every episode. Why not? We're not gonna Didn't derail. See that coming. But yes, okay. For for that that as well, I am looking forward to the, for, uh, if that happens. <laughs> for well, the, okay then. Well, I guess then from a Crunchyroll original to a Netflix original. Hey. Die. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so apparently there's a new Ghost in the Shell anime that's coming sometime this year. Uh, again, it's Netflix, so it's like probably like we don't even know what's the, gonna be the, the release schedule, but whatever. Um, so a new season of specifically standalone complex from back in 20, 2006, was it? Are the original? I can't recall. Five or six? Yeah, yeah something like that. Uh, so Ghost in the Shell standalone complex 2045. Apparently it's uh, it's CG, and apparently most of the original staff is also back working on it, like the director as well. And now from the short teaser they have released, I don't know how I feel about it. I mean, I'm not the biggest Ghost in the Shell fan. I watched I watched the original movie and the first season of Standalone Complex, still going through the second season slowly, and like I do love it, but I don't know. Watching that teaser seems it just seems a bit strange. But 
I do want to give it the benefit of the doubt because I mean I don't know it's like it, it's a ghost in a shell like there's no re- I re- I just really want it to be good obviously but we'll see um also just side note um from that short teaser that it's like in the desert and stuff like that it does seem like the setting itself is going to be quite different cuz so far most of ghost in a shell was like in in like the city itself and like all this urban action whatever it seems like the setting might be different, but aside for that, I don't really, I don't really know what to look forward to. But like you know, it's more Ghost in the Shell, so I'm happy with it. Yeah, I I look at this trailer and I I see what a lot of people see. It's like this looks like shit. Yeah, it doesn't look great, but it's I, I don't know. Like I wanna again, I wanna give it a chance because I don't know what Netflix's obsession is with fucking CGI anime, but it licenses a ton of them. Um, yeah. But at the end of the day, like you said, a lot of the staff is coming. The same staff that worked on Stanley Complex is coming back to work on this. All the voice actors are coming back. And, and for what it's sort of like production, IG is heavily involved in like the actual making of the show. So, and I yes. trust for like you, you can't deny the production IG like like pumps up really good shows in terms of the production itself, like you know the animation quality. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, I, I can overlook this very interesting shift in art style. And if, if, and it's a big if, if the story is still good. I'm yeah. still hoping for, like, really good Ghost in the Shell quality storytelling. So if I can just get that, I'll be happy and I will overlook this art style, which does not look good. Yeah. And, and honestly, I don't think... We know yet, like the release date of it. I might be wrong on that, I mean, but I, I all I've seen so far is April twenty twenty. Yeah. So and, and seeing how this is actually it, like, there's no other station. There's like there's no Japanese TV station or anything. I think it's Netflix is doing the worldwide distribution of this, mm. so it may just drop worldwide on the same day. We'll see. We'll see. Like I honestly don't know what to expect. Uh, but we'll see. Also, yes, the direct the director. I think it's like being co-directed, actually. Yeah, so it's actually being co-directed. One of the directors is from the original team. Another one is like he isn't, isn't. Uh, but we'll yeah, see. Yeah, the original director uh, Shinji Aramaki mm-hmm. is the one that's coming back, and then they also brought on uh, Kenji Kamiyama, who. No, I think uh, you got it backwards. Kenji Kamiyama. I got it backwards. I'm yeah. sorry. I'm sorry. I got that. Yeah, I got that backwards. I'm fuck. I'm a fucking moron. Uh, <laughs> Apparently Shinji Aramaki, I don't see a lot of notable works he's been he has done so far, but he has been working for a lot for quite a while, so we'll see. Yeah. Um I mean he directed he directed the uh, the CGI Ultraman show from last year and mm. I thought that was good. Well there you go. Again, hope I'm cautiously op- optimistic. I want it to be good. Yeah, I I certainly I want it to be good because it's fucking goes in the show. Yeah. It's not every day you get a new season of that. No, it isn't. All right, so uh, the last one I want to talk about in our in-depth portion is an anime called Listeners. Um, This is being done by Studio Mappa, and it is an anime original. Um, It's also the the creator of this anime is the same person who created Makaku City Actors, which was an anime done by Shaft, which no one really understood the story at all uh, including myself but it looked fucking gorgeous and that's because it was a story essentially based around music so that's kind of cool and this seems to be shaping up to be the same thing 
where um, it takes place in a world where music doesn't exist. And then this this person, one of the characters in the story, finds someone who I'm kind of assuming is an android of some description because they have an audio jack in their body and allows this person to listen to music for the first time. What? <laughs> I know. Thank you, Japan. I I know. I mean, listen, we we've had we've had a fucking anime where you have to touch the you have to touch in between the legs to turn the android on. Why not stick a jack inside one now? Uh-huh. Um I just I'm I'm just curious because I actually as confusing as Makaku City Actors was for a lot of people, I genuinely liked it. Um I think that was helped a lot by it being done by Studio Shaft, so the visuals were always gorgeous. Um, this, as I said, is being done by Studio Mappa, which has potential. <laughs> they have an interesting track record, so we'll see. <laughs> they do. They have it. It's either really good or it's really good until the like midpoint, and then it fucks off. I mean, the or preview... it's weird, like Dore Hodora, So we'll see. Oh my! The animation yeah. in the preview looks pretty good, even though we haven't. I don't. Well, the preview that I watched, I didn't see any actual characters move, but the background art and everything looks nice yeah I don't, i'm just i'm just really curious because it's it's a really weird concept and it's being done by it's created by someone who um just does some really weird stuff with music i'm just so glad mm. that we're finally getting a second season for carolyn tuesday yeah right <laughs> i don't think it's gonna be quite like that i think there's gonna be a little more um i mean it's not listed as etchy I don't think it's going to be that edgy. I would hope not. I mean, it doesn't look like it's going to be. But anyway, I, I'm kind of looking forward to this. Also, uh, one of the uh, one of the characters is being voiced by Kan Hanazawa, Ugh. and the main character oh is God. being voiced by Rie Takahashi. So yeah. we have Megamine, and, and we have Megamine, and fucking uh, <laughs> Kanahawa. <laughs> what is it? Fuck it. Fuck up. Whatever. Anyway. Um, <laughs> We have the Queen of Anime and Megamine in the same fucking anime. Do we know who the composer is? Because uh, that let me look that up. Like it's a heavily it's heavily reliant on music uh, apparently uh, from the description. Yes, I'm looking to see who. Uh, well, Rie Takahashi is doing the ED. I can tell you that. Ooh, um, I'm down for that. Uh, the song producer in this is Jean. Wait, who, like uh, was. Gene from JoJo? For... No, huh? No. <laughs> no. Uh, no. God, no. I wish. Um, no, he did uh, a lot of the uh, theme compositions for Monogatari's second season. Um, he's, he, like I said, he was he was also the original creator of Makaku City Actors. Huh. Um, trying to see what else he's done that people might know. He isn't the composer, though. Uh, no, it says song creator. He's listed as a song creator. Oh, so maybe for like insert songs and the actual opening. Maybe. And maybe this is going to be something with a lot of insert songs. I'm okay with that. I'm very okay with yeah. that, especially if it if the if the um if the story itself is centered around it. On Mal, they I'll... credit the music to someone called Lithium, which is not a person singing an OPRED, and I have no idea who that is, but I have no idea. I'm actually looking at it right now, and the only thing they're listed in is the music for listeners. So, oh boy. I guess we'll just have to wait and see who's composing the music. Tune in next week to find out. (laughs) 
in the next episode of Dragon Ball Z. Anyway, it just it's just a <laughs> cool concept, and I'm looking forward to it for that reason alone. And it's done by someone who clearly likes to play around with music. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like music. Well, I'm definitely interested in this, so I'm going to be watching that. Um, yeah, speaking same. of audiophilia... I'm going to be talking about a show called Wave. Listen to me. That name is stupid. Hey, listen. No. Uh, like most anime, the name is stupid. But the show itself is not. Uh, it is produced by Sunrise, which is famous for Gundams. It's not a Gundam show. Um, sure. It actually has nothing to do with robots, but apparently Sunrise is producing it. Uh, it's based on a manga, which I have not read. Um and it's basically what it's about is this waitress gets drunk and she goes and rants to this guy at a bar. And then the guy that she rants to turns out to be a radio producer who recorded her and is now live uh, airing all the shit she talked about at the bar. And now she gets pissed off. She storms into the radio studio. She's like, get this shit off the air. And then he's like, listen, we can make a deal. Okay, and she's like, fine, we can make a deal. So she ends up ranting about all her eccentric and weird stories on the radio uh, every episode. Um, and it looks like Dr. Laura. What <laughs> it looks up with this shit. I don't know. <laughs> it looks really fun, and she's like super, 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 um, I don't know, like livid. She's very angry all the time. Like every single shot of her is her looking directly at the camera and then that you see the reds and her eyeballs like start bulging and she's like what the fuck is going on and then she just so she's an starts, angry oh, she's very angry uh and she starts like ranting you know i wish there was subtitles on this trailer cuz i would love to know what she's ranting about but i have no idea but she looks like a very interesting character and i would love to i love for her to yell at me um, so that's why I <laughs> that's why I am very interested <laughs> in seeing what kind of show this will be. Um, it's very interesting. Yes. I'm kind of curious now. I just want to note the first poster is a guy on top of a bear screaming into a microphone. So oh my, <laughs> that yeah. is true. Now now I'm interested. Mm-hmm. She lives a very large, very interesting life. I have. I, I honestly don't know what, what she does with her life and what she's going to talk about, but I would love to find out. I appreciate more shows with, like, mature people, you know, like grown-ups and not only high school students. Definitely. Yeah, not only high school students saying, oh my god, the club is going to get disbanded, help us, guys. Oh, oh my god. god, the senpais are leaving. <laughs> <laughs> senpais are graduating. Oh my god. No. <laughs> I've been watching Haikyuu. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good high school show. Yeah, that's a no, no. That's it's it's really good. It just I find it funny. All right. Uh, so Natai, what do you got? Okay, so this one I kind of picked on a whim because it, I don't know. It seems interesting. Uh, yesterday wo utate or sing yesterday for me. Um, so this one is actually produced by Doga Kobo, which. I haven't watched a whole lot of their shows, but they're like the kings of uh, Slice of Life, like uh, Gekken Shoujo no Sakikun and Himato Maru-chan and New Game and all these shows that I haven't really watched and they're not really up my alley, but I only heard good things about. Um, how how seems... dare you? New Game is fantastic. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm not saying it's no not. Zaki-kun. It just, I... 
again, I, I haven't watched him in an answer. Watch it. Just, yeah, I, sh- I actually need to. But again, Slice of Life isn't really in my wheelhouse of expertise, so I just took a look at it. It seems like sort of a, a bit of a mellow Slice of Life about this guy who like finished college, and then he works at a convenience store, and apparently stuff happens. Who, it, who knew? Wow. It's very... <laughs> um, Welcome to the NHK kind of vibes. Uh, it's a very like toned down character designs. I do love the character designs. Yeah, it's the like, character design is great. When you said welcome to the NHK, I did not think you were talking about character design. I thought you were talking about like Alex Jones as conspiracy theory. Oh, no, come it's on. just like <laughs> like the atmosphere is very like depressing and just mellow. Kind yeah. Of, yeah, and I like okay. I love a good depression, honey. I I'm very interested in seeing this. <laughs> uh, yeah. But I don't know. This not the trailer for this is very short, and I don't know what's gonna actually happen. So I don't. Mm. I'm. I have my hopes up, but I don't know if it's gonna actually be good. Yeah, mm. and again, like as you said, I really like the character designs. They look really nice, and just yeah, you know, I'm just like I, I'm curious enough to like give it a shot and see how it goes. Uh, because again, it's not really something I would watch normally, probably. But be, like if I take a look at the catalog of the production studio but it it does seem like this grounded and mellow atmosphere and yeah i'm i'm into that so i'll give it a shot and it looks again, really interesting another anime revolving around actual fucking adults yeah well half of the nice. time they're in high school so. okay well you get my point like yeah not always in high school oh. so <laughs> so we'll see like i'm i, I haven't watched the truck because i don't really watch uh, trails or previews but yeah, I'm I'm curious. It does look really it looks something. So we'll see. I might give this a shot. Yeah. Again, awesome character design. Seems like might have a really in, like mellow and cool atmosphere and the production studio gives me hopes that it will be like well animated. So yeah. Alright. Alright, with that we will move on to part two of our review, our rapid fire reviews. So, oh, so this uh, is a JoJo's been... episode. Yes. Yes, this is a JoJo's episode now. Yaddy, 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 yaddy. Uh, <laughs> all right, so we're just going to talk about each of these shows for just briefly, a couple of minutes each. And I'm going to start with a show called Tamayomi. Now, listen, do you like thighs? Of course you do. You wouldn't be watching anime if you didn't. Well, if you like seeing girls with thick thighs play baseball, boy, have I got an anime for you. <laughs> I like how the uh, poster for this is like the two girls like nose to nose pressed up against each other. I'm like, what is going on? Oh, honey, I'm all for this. If it's turned into a fucking Yuri show, I am all for that. And what if is it just Yuri bait and you just got baited into watching it? I think it is Yuri bait. But the okay, the poster for this is so sexual. I don't understand. Yeah, I don't know what's up with this poster. If this if this actually was Yuri, then I would watch it. But I think it's just bait, so I don't. Probably. I will say this is being done by Studio ACAT, whose claim to fame thus far is Frame Arms Girl. So, never heard of it. And they, they've never made an anime, at least on Mal, that scored higher than a 6.5. Amazing. Why even bother, dude? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> because, it's, it's, because it's girls with thick thighs, and I'm all for that shit. <laughs> A man of culture, Isn't, Don't they have, like, thick biceps? Like, how do you work your thighs in baseball? You run. You run in baseball? Obviously. What? Yes. What? 
Anyway, <laughs> your lack of sports knowledge notwithstanding, <laughs> moving on to show. Uh, so I have a show called Galgaku, Hidri Girls Square Gakuen, which is wow. a trash, lolly, uh, idle, garbage heap of disgustingness. Um, and the only reason <laughs> why I'm bringing it up is because which studio is credited? You're not doing Attack on Titan because you're doing this shit. Listen, <sighs> Wit Studio, Wit Studio tried to be, you know, a decent studio, but now they've collapsed and they've um, been, they've crawled down to the level of idol shows to rake in easy dollars. And all I can say is how the how far the greats have fallen. This is this is what happens when you decide not to do your greatest thing anymore. It's where you end up. It's not official yet. Don't say it. It's not official yet. Please. <laughs> Let me hope. Please. He's like, please don't destroy my life. Please, JC Staff, stay away from Attack on Titan. Please. <laughs> <sighs> uh, my, how the mighty have fallen. All right. Well, from one gal to another. <laughs> they both have gal in their name. Natai, what's your first one you want to talk about? Uh... uh... Gal to cure you, whatever that is. Gal and dinosaur. It's about a girl and her dinosaur, and apparently Kamikaze Doga is making it. So that's the only reason I'm paying attention because Wait, God Kami- bless him. Kamikaze Doga, the Kamikaze Doga, the Kamikaze Doga, rep- responsible for m- the best JoJo openings and for Pop Team Epic. So and I'll Batman give it a Ninja shot. <laughs> and Batman Ninja. How can you forget the masterpiece that is Batman Ninja? So yeah. It's about a girl and a dinosaur. It looks stupid, and I'm down. So we'll see. Uh, that dinosaur wow. is cute as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I just see this, and I'm like, I love you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's, yeah, I don't know what to say. It's based on a manga, I think. Yeah, it is. And yeah, we'll see. It looks fine. I'll check it out. All right, so I want to talk about the stupid, probably the stupidest anime that'll come out this season. And for some reason, people are actually looking forward to this. I don't know what's wrong with you people out there. Um, but this is an anime called I Reincarnated into an Otome game as a villainess with only destruction flags. Another isekai. <laughs> Not only another isekai. No, this is also another Crunchyroll original, I do believe. Wow, they're they're go- doing great picking their shows. Nice. I know, right? <laughs> um, it's also not how Crunchyroll decided to translate this. Uh, apparently, Crunchyroll translates the title as "My Next Life as a Villainous: All Roots Lead to Doom." But yeah, as you said, it's another. It's a. It is another, and I stress another. Another Isekai one. anime because that's exactly what this fucking world needs. Another Isekai anime, and it's just it's so stupid. They. And by the way, the the further along we go in this whole isekai craze, the stupider people, the stupider ways that people die. Like, this person just falls and hits their head on a rock. <laughs> like, how fucking lazy. I guess. They should meme it up. Like, the new isekai, like, a new isekai should be, like, the main character is the truck driver and he dies in the accident and then he gets transported to a different world. They need to get more creative with this shit. If, if if only people who created Isekai were that creative, I think you put way too much burden on their shoulders, Natai. <laughs> I just, it's just, ah, I've just, I've grown to hate Isekai in the same way I've grown to hate superhero movies. Ugh, and you're going to watch it in, 
<laughs> Hell no, I'm not gonna watch this bullshit. Fuck off. So I don't play <laughs> Otome games, but is that is it basically like a dating simulator with the girl as a heroine? Yeah, basically it's like a reverse harem kind of thing where you know it's a bunch of guys pining for one girl. So I watched yeah. the trailer for this, and they didn't show any guys, and I'm like, who are you pining for? Hey, maybe it's a lesbian Otome. Then know. wouldn't you be interested? <laughs> Yeah, and now you would be interested. <laughs> now we're getting somewhere. I would if it weren't an isekai. Bullshit. You would have watched it like regardless. I do like lesbians. <laughs> lesbians are a thing that motivates me. Uh-huh. Yes. Okay. Anyway, I, it's, it's just another stupid isekai, and I, I don't care. Moving on. So I'm going <laughs> to so. talk about a completely irrelevant anime that is for some reason listed on Mal as being in this season. It is called Olympia Kiklos. Um, I'm sure this is going to be the first and last time you've heard of this name because it's completely uh, irrelevant. Um, so this is about a an ancient Greek um, vase painter who, for some reason, is hiding in a vase and gets <laughs> struck by lightning and then gets teleported to the 1964 Summer Olympics in Tokyo, Japan, where he must compete. Um, I don't know why it is a Greek vase painter that is competing in the Summer Olympics. I don't know why it's 1964 Summer Olympics. Um, Honestly, I just want to bring this up because this is just capital A anime. I have no idea who greenlit this, but someone needs to get fired. The 1964 Summer Olympics were in Tokyo, Japan, so that's probably why. Is that the also, only no one? studio has been no studio has been listed on Mal, so that's probably Is that the only time oh, that can't be the fair. only time it's been in Japan. I believe that is the only other time besides this year that the the, the Olympics have been in Japan. Well then. Now the Winter Olympics I think have been in Japan before, but I think that's the only other time the Summer Olympics have been in Japan. I could be wrong about that. I'm not I'm by no means an Olympics expert. Well, that still doesn't I guess okay, I guess he's Greek because he's part of the Olympics. Okay, it's all coming together. We're, we're getting the story. Maybe this has a has a story that actually makes sense. Um, Maybe it's going to tie into the Summer Olympics this year. Probably not. No, it's not. <laughs> what if that show is actually an advertisement for that for the Olympics? It probably is. But it's just one giant advertisement for the Olympics. It's going to get canceled because of coronavirus. What? That'll be. Funny. I mean, you're not wrong. Anyway, Natai. Now to something completely different. So. Gleipnir, however you pronounce this. So, here's the thing. <laughs> so, okay. So, first, Pine Jam is a fairly new studio that that like started making shows fairly recently. Gamers is one of them. I happen to actually like that show. It's pretty okay. Also, they made some other shows which are like pretty okay. Whatever <laughs> doesn't matter because now they're probably making their magnum opus. <laughs> All you need to know is that on the Key, key art, there's this big ass teddy bear, and its back is wide open, and there's this naked chick coming out of it. Ooh. I have no clue what the fuck. Yeah, it's really something. I don't know, but apparently it's based on an anga that's been running for about five years or so. It's about this guy who transformed his, into this, like, horrific te- big ass teddy bear that can fight stuff. And It's Five has... Nights at Freddy's the anime. Basically. So... From that poster alone, I'm curious. And yeah, I mean, Pine Jam have been making like some pretty okay stuff. Um, so I'm curious to see what they're gonna do with this because 
yeah, it just seems so out there that I'm I'm so down to watch this. It seems so weird. So, yeah. Aside from that, I really like the design of the teddy bear. I'm not a furry. Yeah, it but looks I would great. be for this teddy bear. <laughs> the teddy bear looks really good. I'm really okay with how it looks, and yeah, it just seems so strange. Also, the director has some notable stuff he's been working on, mainly Yuna of the Dawn, which I know a lot of people do really like. And but yeah, we'll see what's up with that because I, I'm curious now. So yeah. And I watched the pre- I don't know if you watched the preview, but I did. And I haven't. The animation and production quality is actually extremely high. So I'm actually going to oh, check nice. this out. So I definitely am interested. So Gleipner, keep an eye out for that. That looks weird in the best way possible. All right. Well, from psychotic teddy bears to uh, give me the fucking tissues because I'm about to cry. Uh, oh, no. I'm going to talk about a movie. I'm going to talk about a movie that's probably it's definitely going to make me cry when I watch it, probably. Um, and that is the Violet Evergarden movie. So recently here in the U.S., we had the side story, which is technically an OVA, I suppose, like a theatrical OVA that came out. And that made me cry. Um, yeah. So I can only imagine what this is going to do, like an actual fucking feature length movie. Um, I, it's Violet Evergarden. It's Kyoto Animation. It's gonna be sad. It's gonna be feelsy, and I'm not prepared. Also, I think it's the first production that has been released by them since the fire. So, well, I mean, technically, the the side story was. Wait, Violet wait! Evergarden. This isn't the side story. Am I no, no, am no, I getting no. confused? No, it's completely different. Like this oh, is like an actual. Oh, sorry. Okay, movie. I thought that's that one. Okay, never mind. No, I mean the side story was like an hour and thirty minutes long, so it was feature length, but it wasn't technically a movie. It was just a feature length OVA. Was the side story? Is the side story out on any streaming service? Um, it will be on Netflix. It will be on Netflix soon. Okay, gotcha. My bad. Um, I got confused. I don't remember exactly when? I want to say it's going to be sometime like the first or second week of April. Mm. That's gonna make me cry. It made me cry in the theaters, and I was and I was surrounded by a very full theater full of other crying weebs. Oh fuck! So there's two movies I'm gonna watch that're gonna make me cry. Ugh. I love Kyoto Animation. I loved Violet Evergarden. I love the side story. This can only be good. Yep. All right, show. Well, I have a show called Ore Yubi, um, which is the short form for a very long Japanese title that I'm not going to read. Um, and this short form's little translation is My Fingers. Um, and this show is about a male hairstylist fingering a female hairstylist. And that's really all you need to know. <laughs> so basically what I'm hearing is that it's interspecies reviewers just without the interspecies part. And you get a good haircut at the same time, honey. What more could you want from life? That's a great day in my book. Exactly. Is that that's it? That's just that's just all you had to that's say. Not, well, what is what? Do I need to say anymore? I mean, I should have already sold you. I mean, sure. I've I was not sold on interspecies reviewers before the season, but having watched it, I'm definitely sold now. So if you like interspecies reviewers, check out Ore Yubi. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Natai. Oh God, can I can we skip over this, please? No. <laughs> you made me pick... You... You... Okay. For the record, you made me pick more than two shows for this part of the recording, so 
yeah, now you're gonna have to deal with it. So, the final part of the third season of Star Online is upon us, everyone. It's gonna be great. Wait, let me give that a slow clap. Yeah, exactly. It's gonna be so good. There's an actual war, and it's so stupid, and I can't look away. It's so dumb. War. Like, one good. sec. Good God, y'all. What, what is it good, good for? for? Anyway, just give me one sec to say something. So, when I began watching, like, this third season, I was like, oh, this is pretty nice. It's disconnected from the rest of the cast, which I don't give a whole, ass, a whole lot of ass about. But whatever, fine. Fast forward to this, like, final part. All the things I don't care about are back in the show. And, man, it's so dumb. But, you know, I, I've come this far. I have to finish it. So... I guess I'm watching another part of SAO. So, it is what it is. I mean, I guess I'll just ha- have a good fun watching this silly show go on and on. But, yeah, at least it's I think done. At this, I think at this point you're so fucking invested in it, you have to finish it. Yeah, it, it, yeah, yeah, I, I can't. I can't, I can't look away. I, I have to finish it. It's, it's like yeah. a train wreck. It's terrible, but yeah. you can't look yeah. away. But it's like, whatever, I guess. I, hopefully there'll be good animation as well. That's the only thing going for it, so I better have good animation. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Also, hopefully some more good hopefully some more good songs, I guess, for an OP and E. Whatever. It, sure. it's so bad, but Yeah. Yeah, I find the whole That's War it. of Underworld arc pretty boring. No Kirito? Uh no thank you. <laughs> actually, I think that's the thing, though. Like, the first part of the show was actually pretty solid. I enjoyed it. And then, the, like, the last season, the, the previous part where Kirito is pr- basically non-existent was like, oh, this is pretty refreshing, focusing on actual characters aside from Kirito. And then it also kind of went to, like, fucking mountains. So, I don't know. But it's still, it's whatever. It's SAO. You know what you're getting into. I'm not here for character development. I'm just here for Kirito service. And you're not servicing me. So, why am I watching? When did you ever get Kirito service, though? In season one? I mean, in Alicization, no or Underworld, just Alicization. There was so much Kirito service! <sighs> sure. <laughs> I think you're just stuck on, what's it called, chapter 16.5? I don't know. That was yeah. never anime. That yeah. one. <laughs> yet. <not> yet. <laughs> it hasn't been animated yet. Um. <laughs> Some mad lad is still working on it for all these years. All right. Well, from one from from something from something Natai doesn't care about to something I don't care about. There's a second season of Kaguya-sama: Love Is War, and everyone said, "Yeah." None of us watched it. None of us. I I I watched the first season. I got to be honest with you, I didn't care. (laughs) I just didn't care. I know a lot of you out there watched this and you loved it. You loved it because of Chica. I'm gonna tell you something right now. Chica's a cunt. Wow. Why? What does she do to you? She's fucking annoying. I don't know. I've seen a clip of her teaching this guy uh, volleyball. It was actually really funny. <laughs> so I might watch it. This is supposed to be like a romantic comedy. I very rarely laughed, and I have a very difficult time believing that the two main characters actually give a shit about each other. So, Isn't the whole point is that they are trying to hide that they care about each other? I just don't buy it. Yeah, sure. I, I, I will probably not watch a second season because by the end of the first season, I was bored. Well, I was bored by the end of the first episode. 
<laughs> I'm just picturing I'm just picturing the show looking at Alex and just going, Oh love me, mister Oh mister <laughs> Uh if only it did that, I might actually like it. That's it. It's it's it, it's a thing that's happening that I don't care about. No, it's cool. Does. It's getting a second season so soon, though. I'm I'm pretty okay with that. I mean, yeah, I guess it goes along with this trend of you know people not you know anime not just being used to sell manga. I guess no more gory the, the manga ending. Am I right? Yeah. Yeah. I wish. <laughs> yeah. All right. So. Uh, so I'm going to talk about Princess Connect Redive, um, which is basically just another what? generic isekai, but for some reason it has like godlike animation. So <laughs> I, I don't know what, I mean, the plot is complete trash, but it has, it has great animation. So maybe some people will like it. Oh, it's being made by Psy Games Pictures. Okay. Who's that? Who are they? I don't know them. Uh, they they made um, Blade Runner Blackout 2022. They made Zombieland Saga. Oh, Zombieland Saga. Friends. What? Zombieland Saga is Mappa. Malaria Friends. Oh, my God. Malaria. Yes, Malaria malaria. Friends. Wait, 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 wait. Okay, yes, yes, Mappa. Mappa, Yes, Mappa did Zombieland Saga, but they also worked with Psy Games on it. Oh, okay. Gotcha. I was confused. Uh, Zombieland Saga was not like a single studio like work. Yeah, Psy Games is just flexing on us with all their animation. They're like, you think we're going to animate this shit show horribly? Nah, we're just going to pick up this random IP. We're going to animate the shit out of it. You can't do shit about it. Zombieland Saga is a really not so great CG, so I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't watch Zombieland Saga. <laughs> it had an amazing first two episodes. It's Yes, it's an amazing modern fairy tale that everyone should watch. <laughs> Nothing bad happens in that show. Nothing bad happens in that show. And it has Mamoru Miyano. How can it be bad? <laughs> Actually, any anime with Mamoru Miyano is by default good. Go, 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 go. Go, 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 go. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's it's another isekai. Like, I don't, I just don't care. <laughs> All right. Uh, Natai. Oh, God. Oh, God. Okay. Here we go, boys. So, Food Wars. That was a really good show, Wait, right? Let me let me go, let me get comfortable so I can fall asleep. Yeah, j- go ahead. Anyway, first season really solid. I really liked it. Second season, apparently, manga readings thought it wasn't that great. I still really enjoyed it. It was really fun. And then, oh boy, we got to the third season, and I was excited, obviously. And then I discovered that Japan noticed PowerPoint and said, "Ooh, is that animation?" Oh, nani? <laughs> so, season three, it was divided to two parts. I was like, oh, nothing to worry about. I watched the first half of it. Oh, all it was the was not great, boy. It was not great. But I was like, yeah, fuck it, sure. It's, it's fine. And then I got to the second part. I got to episode two, and I just... I, Three minutes in, I just I stopped. I controlled W out of the webpage, and I was I was I'm done. I'm done with this fucking show. I'm done with watching this PowerPoint presentation that claims to be an anime. <laughs> and then and then as the years went by, I heard people talk about how the manga ended. I was like, oh really? Oh, that's that's cool. I mean, sure. How was the ending? It was really bad, apparently. I was like, "Huh? How how could it be that bad?" No one no one said a word. But I was like, "Oh, ah, it was sure, bad. Whatever. It was yeah. very very bad." Yeah. 
And then I remember when when season four ended, people were like, oh, let's hope they give it an anime original ending. Just stop it there and not adapt anymore. And they, they announced a fifth season. And all the comments were, oh, no, they're going to adapt that arc. And I'm like, what arc? What is, what is it? Then I checked out the, the poster and there's this anime is fuck character on it this guy with red with this red scarf and black hair and i don't know i was like hey he looks cool and everyone said he is the problem so i guess now i have to catch up and finish season three four and watch five because i have to know i just have to know just brace your butthole man it's not gonna be good Thanks for coming to my TED Talk. I'll see you again once I'm done with this shit show. <laughs> really finish up the I mean, manga. I, I lost love for Food Wars when I started reading the manga and I got to the ending. And it's like, bitch, no. <laughs> <sighs> it's just such a shame. And again, it's such a shame that JC staff actually n- knows that people will watch this shit when they make it like with zero effort. It's like, ugh. It's like, mmm. Like when I when I stopped watching that fourth season or third whatever it is, I was like, "This is everything I hate about this modern anime industry." Just so bad, you know? Yeah, it's it's not great. It's not no. Great. But for one, th- uh, let's move on to something that actually is great. Uh, Fr- Fruits Basket's getting a second season. Uh, the new Fruits Basket is getting a second season. And um, it's they they have already announced it's going to be a complete adaptation. So as someone who watched the original way back in the day, this excites me. I watched the first season. I I genuinely loved it. I think if you are a fan of Fruits Basket, uh, either the manga or the original anime, you should definitely give the first season a shot. But what if I haven't watched it? If you haven't watched the first, I would definitely recommend watching the first season. Before you mm. watch the second. Yeah, obviously. But I was like, if I haven't watched like the original one or read the manga, how would like how would you um, recommend it? It to depends. Someone? Do you like do you like shoujo romances? I don't know. <laughs> do you like? well, listen, I I I can't answer that for you, but if Is you it like a good romance? Romances, yes. Okay. Then I'm done. Um Easy. Yeah. <laughs> uh it's got very stereotypical character designs in it but if you can get past that it's actually got a good shoujo romance story nice um but yeah as someone who like i said watched the original back in the day this is definitely aimed squarely at me and i'm just very happy that we're getting a complete adaptation of fruits basket finally because the original anime while good wasn't complete (laughs) and it needed to be complete that's all i got for fruits basket i mean if you've watched the first season, you're probably going to watch the second season. If you haven't watched the first season yet, give it a shot. You might like it if you like romance anime. Okay. All nice. right, show. I'm just going to bring up this random anime called Shironeko Project Zero Chronicle. Um, I just found it funny in the synopsis that a portion of the plot is finding a man named Kyle on an aisle. And Kyle? On the aisle. Kyle? Yeah, so, honey, you could put, it gets points for rhyming. Um, also, if you read the synopsis, take a shot every time they say aisle, and you'll be drunk as hell. Um, <laughs> that's also, something interesting is Yuki Kaji is playing the main character. Um, that's the only reason you brought this up. Of course. You're I am a hard <laughs> stan, honey. Anything with, like... Listen, I watched that shitty cat show that had Yuki Kaji in it. What was it called? Girl. Banania? Yeah, Banania. I watched that shit, honey, just for Yuki Kaji. Um, <laughs> if there's like one voice line by Yuki Kaji, 
Sign me up, honey. I'm there. I, I feel I, I feel like your ideal like evening would just be you sitting in the room alone with Yuki Kaji just hearing go, yeah. That's literally I just closed my eyes and listened to the voice track of Bananya. I don't even need to see what's going on on the screen. Like I don't pay attention at all. Listen, it's all about the voice and he has a good voice. Um, but yeah, that's the only interesting thing about this. Everything else is shit. Don't watch this. But do listen to it. Yep, that's all I have to say. Okay. All right, Natai. Uh, uh, just wanted to say, the main character of Sakura Larissa was also voiced by Yuki Kaji, <gasps> but I don't think you've watched it, show. I have not. Now, have you? Wait, have I? Oh my god, please don't have. flip this on him. <laughs> now, I have 11 episodes of that shit. <laughs> Hi, me. I'll be watching that tonight. Don't inflict mm. it on him. Please report back about how that win i guess <laughs> okay sad part is i'm gonna finish that show someday anyway uh no guns life has a second season coming out i haven't watched the first one but i guess it's a good excuse to binge through it so it's about a cop who has a gun as a head so that's all i need to know apparently it's yeah, really it's, good it, it's it's very weird but I kind of like it so far. I watched the first season and it, it's oh, Madhouse, really? so it looks good. There you go. So, yeah, that's all I needed to know. I'm going to watch season one soon, probably. I don't really know what else to say. Like, it, it, You should definitely give it a shot and ha- keep an open mind because the, the dude has a fucking gun for a head and it, it, it's very weird. and it, it definitely tests your ability to suspend disbelief. Just don't get triggered. You're so funny. <laughs> Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so I think this is the last one we got. Oh. Apparently I'm talking about Fugo KG, Balance Unlimited. Which is um the balance that they're talking about is his bank account and honey. Is he a sugar daddy? Because he got lots of cash. Um it's about these two bishis. Uh one is a rich bitch and one is not. And <laughs> <laughs> that's the that's the extent okay. of the character development um and they're both detectives and apparently i don't know how you solve crimes with money but apparently this detective does that um i mean batman does that honey <laughs> i guess this is batman then <laughs> um but i am a sucker for mystery so and the the character design physically looks okay so I'm going to check this out, but I have a feeling it's going to be trash. Um, but it's something. Girl, I just want a good mystery. Someone <laughs> please bamboozle me. Oh, oh, one of the one of the main characters is voiced by Mamoru Miyano. It's instantly good. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> <sighs> instantly good. All right. Go, well, go, 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 all right, well, that's the last one we have to talk about. Um, I do Before we go, there are a couple of things I do want to uh, say. So something that is coming out this during this season, I think it's toward the end of the season, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it's, it's toward the end of June, is the final Evangelion rebuild movie. Um, whoop, whoop. Myself and I, well, I think all of us here have seen the original Evangelion series, correct? Yep. yep. Yeah. Um, I, I don't... 
my personal opinion about these movies, the rebuild movies, is that I think it's a really great retelling of the original story. It's certainly animation-wise probably what they wanted to do back in the mid-90s. They just didn't have the ability or the money to do it. Um, I'm just hoping that with this final movie, um, it gives us a satisfactory ending, unlike the original anime series. What? End of Evangelion is the best ending of any fiction ever. No, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the actual series, not oh, movie. Okay. Yeah, it, when it got, like, fucking PowerPoint animation and, like... It was still was... better than Food Wars animation, I gotta but say. True, but it was, and it was like the character designs turned out to be, like, doodles on the back of a napkin. What if this movie ends it the same way? <laughs> that would be amazing. You make us wait for, like, all these years, and then just doodles. And I'm like, yeah, that would queen. be That would be just Hideki Anno fucking with all of us. Bless him. <laughs> uh, I'm not... I, I almost think that when this comes out, it I hate using this term. It almost feels like the end of an era because we've been having these rebuild movies for like a, what, a decade now, over a yeah. decade. And it just feels like when it's done, like that's it. I, I feel like there probably won't be any kind of revisit to Evangelion after this. I feel like it's going to be just done. Unless probably not. I know. Just gets becomes depressed, depressed again. again. Yeah, for like I don't know twenty years. Like, fuck like, it, I've come up with a new retell it again, all over again. Yep. I don't know. It's just as someone who's been who's watched Evangelion a long time ago and has been watching these movies. It, it's something I've been looking forward to, but I'm also like I'm trepidatious about it because I don't want it to end. Because Evangelion is an important part of anime history. Listen. Yep, that's fair. It's been too long. I don't care anymore. <laughs> <laughs> You've lost my attention you span. My attention um, span is gone. You should definitely watch the. You haven't watched the rebuild movies, though, have you, Sure. I have. Oh, you have? Honey, that piano scene? 10 out of 10. No spoilers. <laughs> 10 out of 10. No spoilers. <laughs> yeah, spoilers. Go, okay, okay. I will say that was the best scene in the, <laughs> in the, in the franchise. <laughs> so there's something there. But, honey. Well, there's something for everyone, mm-hmm. clearly. Mm hmm. Um. And I, you know, usually when we do these these season previews, the last thing I always do is I I ask everyone what they thought of the previous season. We're not actually going to do that this time. So, um, back when the podcast originally started, we used to do season previews and season reviews. We kind of got away from the reviews a little bit, but I think Show and I want to start doing those again. But we're going to do them as live streams because we wanted to start using our Twitch channel more often. So, uh, sometime probably either the first or the second week of April after the winter season ends uh you can join us on twitch for uh a review of what we thought of the stuff we watched during the winter season uh you know check out our either our discord server or our facebook page or twitter for when that's gonna happen but uh, i'm looking forward to it because i get to talk about easy uh reviewers <laughs> interspecies reviewers oh god isekai reviewers no yeah i'd like to be an isekai reviewer just give every single one of them an f but yeah um i don't know if anyone else will be joining us but definitely uh show and i will be doing that sometime in april after the winter season ends um, other than that, I'll wrap this up by saying thank you all for out there for dropping in to listen to us. We hope you enjoyed it because we always enjoy bringing this stuff to you. If you want to check out other episodes of the podcast, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, YouTube, BitChute, SoundCloud, and Spotify. If you want to keep up with what we're doing, as I said, you can join our Discord server, our Facebook page, 
uh, Twitter, or you can check out our website. Shoot us an email if you have any questions or if you have ideas for topics you'd like for us to talk about in the future. Links to all these things will be down below in the description. As always, I have been your host, Alex, and I will see you next time. Say goodnight, everybody. Good night. Good night, everybody. Oh, Jesus. You know that Trigger is going to save anime again, right? Like they did with Darling in the Franks? Not until they release Inferno Cup Season 2, bruh. <laughs> that ain't happening. Inferno Cup! Inferno Cup!